your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. crossover episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers and the Locked On New Jersey Devils podcast. And thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listener of the day. And if you're on the New Jersey Devils feed, thank you for making Locked On New Jersey Devils your first listener of the day. My name is Armando Velez. I'm from pantherbarkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at mondoman 12 Follow the show account at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And I'm thankful to have Trey Matthews on the show. This is the second time we're uh, doing a crossover episode. Last time we were uh, together, my dude, uh, it was talking about the signing of Nikita Gusev. So glad to be back with you, my dude. Uh, I'm glad to be doing this once again, Armando. And, you know, like I said, I tried to give you some positive things to take away from uh, Gusev. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, just didn't really work out. So, uh, but yeah, n- now this is the first time we're actually uh, going to be doing a crossover in which we're talking about the game, which I'm really happy to do. I'm trying to do that with all the hosts. I didn't get to, the chance to do this with uh, last season because obviously we were only inter-squatting amongst our own division uh, due to COVID protocol. So the fact that, you know, we get to finally see you guys once again is um, is is really nice. And before we start, I just want to say, um, so you have Sam Reinhardt on your team. You got Sam Bennett on your team. And um, I, I actually did. I don't know if you know if you know this or not, but usually during the course of the offseason, I like to do silly season discussions in which I say, OK, this player wants out of his situation. What, what's going to potentially happen? Could he potentially come to the New Jersey Devils? Because there was a there was a rumor over the offseason. I don't, I don't know how serious or big it was, but Sam Reinhardt potentially could have been dealt to the New Jersey Devils, uh, you know, one year left on his contract. It looked like he wanted out of the Buffalo Sabres organization. And quite honestly, um, you know, I, I, I'd want out of Buffalo too. And then, you know, for Sam Bennett last season, Calgary, I said, could it potentially be possible that the New Jersey Devils try to, you know, trade for him? Didn't happen. So, you know, like I said, just, just once again, glad to, uh, you know, do this crossover. Just wanted to say that. And uh, for anyone who listened to my episode yesterday, when I said the Florida Panthers were undefeated, I recorded that episode before their game against the Rangers yesterday because they're coming off a back-to-back game. So uh, once again, disclaimer, for anyone who listened to my show yesterday, uh, I said the Florida Panthers were undefeated. I said I didn't think they would suffer their first regulation loss to the New Jersey Devils, but that was before uh, they played against the Rangers. So just putting that out there. And from the Florida Panthers side, I think it's been a – crazy 24 hours for uh, this team they come off a very emotional win against the against the Carolina Hurricanes they destroy them five to two special teams was on fire um, getting three power play goals and then these uh, last two games uh, special teams has just been an issue especially on the PK they let a shorthanded goal yesterday against the Rangers a power play goal early and then even though they outshot uh, the Rangers 45 to 18, they still found a way to take an L. And it's crazy because in both consecutive games, the Panthers scored two goals within two minutes of each other. 
the difference was in the first game of the back-to-back uh, for the Panthers, it was when they were already down 4-1, and then it was too little too late. This time around was to take a lead, and then it just – they just couldn't get anything going from there. So it's it's been strange. You see – from the Florida Panthers side, you've seen all types of different type of momentum swings, different types of goals led up. It was just – it's just a Florida Panthers team that we haven't seen uh, this season. But, hey, this is an 82-game season. It is a marathon, not a sprint. And from my side of things, I'm not – I'm definitely not hitting the panic button right now. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you on that stance because the New Jersey Devils were kind of in a, in a different situation. So, Jack Hughes is going to be out for an extended period of time. Miles Wood, uh, apparently he elected to get surgery on his right hip. And just based on everything that I know so far, I'm, I'm t- telling my listeners, I do not anticipate for Miles Wood to play at all this season. And, you know, I'm not trying to be the bearer of bad news. I'm not trying to, you know, uh, just be a pessimist. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. But at the same time, it's just not really looking good for Miles Wood's situation because they said it was way worse than Jack Hughes' situation. I was just like, yeah, uh, I don't think we're going to see him till January. And you know, since he needs surgery, there's no such thing as a minor surgery under any circumstance. So I'm just like, Miles Wood, probably going to be out for the season. Dougie Hamilton was a game-time decision. So that's the only injury update that I trust because they said Dougie Hamilton would be day-to-day. And um, I just said in my in yesterday's episode, I said, okay, uh, Dougie Hamilton, uh, most likely because he, part, he, he participated in uh, morning skate, I said, okay, most likely he'll be a game time decision if he's already on the rink and if he's you know practicing with the team. I just said anticipate for the uh, Devils to make him a game time decision. Unfortunately, he just wasn't ready to play. Uh, we needed some help on the back end, and I just said, uh, you know what? I, I think we're gonna be we're gonna be screwed for this game against the Panthers because our schedule not really looking too good in our favor, especially with so many key players out. Today, we we made the difficult decision of benching uh, Igor Sharangovich, and Sharangovich is my personal favorite player on the roster. So the fact that we made him a healthy scratch, it kind of hurts, but it, it's what needed to be done. Uh, and, you know, we're giving these other guys opportunities. And look, we n- not to, you know, put salt in the wound, but, you know, we kind of thrashed you guys seven to three. Mm-hmm. And after you scored that first goal of the game in the first period, because, uh, you know, Ty Smith didn't clear the puck and Sam Bennett was able to like spin around and get the rebound in. And I was just like, this is going to be a long night. Nope. I was dead wrong. And the devils answered back. Uh, you know, we had a few surprising players, a few players have stepped up, including uh, Ty Smith and PK Subban, which we needed contributions from those two respective players. We needed them to get going. Um, you know, we, we also had Nico Keiser because he went a long time without getting a goal. I think he went like, according to the broadcast, he went like anywhere from four to six games without um, getting a goal. He got his second goal of the year and he looked like a magician uh, on that uh, redirect uh, goal, like completely unintentional, but still just like he, he just looked like a magician. I was just like, this might actually be a very entertaining game. And I think you could vouch for me that second period, like, okay, so how did that go? So the Panthers scored within the first 30 seconds. Then they scored once again. So they, you guys were leading three to two. And mm-hmm. I was like, yep, yeah, here we go. Then Janssen was able to score and, and tie the game once again. I was like, what is going on? Because that first 90 or two minutes or so, um, I was just like, wow. So, so 
like I said, that that 90 second uh, second period to begin and uh, or whatever time it took, just just really impressive. And uh, like and I think I tweeted at you about that. I was just like, what's going on? Like, you know, can we get some defense? But, you know, I was just like, OK, let, let, let's see where this goes. And then the New Jersey Devils, they uh, so it was tied three, three, four unanswered goals, albeit one of them was an empty netter. But still, we'll take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. It's funny because I tweeted back saying, yeah, I agree. But at the same time, do you like goals? I like goals. And it's funny because I tweeted this also for my personal account and people can take expose me all they want. Uh, But I said in high scoring games, I like the Florida Panthers chances against any team with the exception of probably the Edmonton Oilers. That's probably the only team that I, whenever it comes to like a high scoring game, I, I like their chances. And it's funny because Edmonton lost to Detroit tonight. Uh, I think they lost four to two. I, I, I last time I checked, but yeah, um, the the Florida Panthers on their side, they, Flor, um, I and I said this, and I said this just as soon as the game ended. This might sound very very simplistic, but Spencer Knight looked like a young goaltender tonight, and twenty years old, he's starting his third straight game and three games and two periods in a row too, because he entered the game on Thursday night against the Washington Capitals when Sergei Bobrovsky got hurt with an upper body injury. Sergei Bobrovsky was healthy enough to be the backup tonight, but he hadn't played since Thursday. So the, the, the young kid had a lot on his plate based on the injury to the main starter and but at the same time, not a lot of favors were done in front of him. A lot of deflections, a lot of bad rebound control as well for Spencer Knight. Not the best, not the best um, rebound control for him. Some deflections. One was off Heizer. Another one was actually um, off Etu Lusterainen of the Florida Panthers. I, I got to see that replay again. But the original replay on one of the goals had um, Lusterainen uh, as as it deflected off him. Uh, Subban's uh, goal was deflected off a of floor. Um, I believe it was deflected off uh, Sam Reinhardt. But yesterday, for last night's game, I said that you couldn't put this game on Spencer Knight. But in this one, there had to be a, some saves that Spencer Knight had to clean up in order to give his team a better chance, though it wasn't all his fault. But this one, there is some there there's some fault on him a, a little bit for for this one. And Without no Dougie Hamilton, as you said in this one, Jack Hughes, um, he's been out since the second game of the season. I was looking, I was looking up, and there's many people were saying this could be this could be the breakout season for Jack Hughes. A, a little bit of a slow start to his career, and you three points in two games already. Um, what? But by, by the way, what's the timeline on uh, Jack Hughes? Uh, so the, the timeline, so after like a week of just nothing, cause like the New Jersey devils, they're not really good on, you know, uh, giving a, a good analysis on, on injury, uh, updates for, for us. So like, you know, at first they said miles woods injury after a preseason game was just bumps and bruises. I don't know how you go from bumps and bruises to needing surgery. That that's a huge leap. That is way worse than what we thought. So at first, you know, they said we will get an update for Jack Hughes like tomorrow. 
And tomorrow comes by, nothing. Like almost two days of absolutely nothing, no update. Then they said he dislocated his, uh, his shoulder, excuse me. Um, he doesn't need surgery. There's no structural damage. So I was like, okay, so he'll be back in like a week or two. Nope, five weeks. I was like, you are kidding me. Because at first, you know, I was like, oh, oh, no structural damage. Doesn't need surgery. Out for over a month. And mm. Um, let's see. So I believe that happened two weeks ago. So, and, and like I said, just because the five weeks are up, it just means he's going to be reevaluated. It doesn't mean he's going to be returned. So I'd say right now, if I had to guess a uh, I'd say three to four weeks. Mm. So and I hope to see him and I hope to see him back because the Florida Panthers and the New Jersey Devils play two more times. One of them is next week and the other one is not until April. So I'm I'm hoping to at least get some uh, action of Jack Hughes because I like him and I hope that he grows as a player. So we're going to transition to the next segment and go more by the numbers for this uh, 7-3 win for the New Jersey Devils. So keep it right here on the Locked On Florida Panthers and the Locked On New Jersey Devils podcast. Oh, I love that sound. Oh, that makes me smile. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. In case you don't know, Shopify is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage a business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using Shopify POS point-of-sale accompanying hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, and Shopify helps you make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. I love how Shopify has all the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale, reaching customers online across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integration and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. It allows you to gain insight as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. Go to shopify.com slash lockdownNHL, all lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash lockedonnhl. Once again, that is shopify.com slash lockedonnhl. I love Thanksgiving. All the good food and treats and plenty of them. Maybe you want a yummy dessert, but isn't so full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories and that's on the low end. Most Bilt Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace the coconut cream pie with a coconut Bilt Bar or go for a raspberry Bilt Bar instead of that raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein. Covered in 100% real chocolate. Built is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a built bar or two. Share some with your family gatherings. It will make things less awkward. Maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried a built bar yet. New surprises all month. 
Limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly, so check the site often. There's nothing like Built Bar Black Friday. Mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% at Built.com. Welcome back to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast and the Locked On New Jersey Devils podcast. I'm Armando Velez here with Trey Matthews of Locked On New Jersey Devils. Despite the Florida Panthers suffering a 7-3 loss to the Devils, there was a, a few bright spots in this game from the Panthers side of things. Sam Bennett, who had been out of the lineup for over a week, his last game that he played was against Detroit on uh, last Friday, not the, the not the re- recent Friday, but the Friday before um, on their first back-to-back uh, in Detroit. And first game back, he scores on a wraparound rebound and then backs hand pass uh, Mackenzie Blackwood. Tippett, who's been a little bit quiet, uh, gets on the board as well. And Alexander Barkov in this one becomes the all-time leader in goals for the Florida Panthers at 189, passing Ole Jokinen. It just stinks that it comes in the losing effort that they had, but a great, great milestone for Alexander Barkov, the probably the greatest Florida Panther to ever put on the uniform, and they signed him to an eight-year extension. And Florida Panther fans are very, very fortunate to have someone like Barkov on uh, their team. And for... The New Jersey Devils side of things, um, I mentioned special teams earlier, Trey, and the Devils went two for four on the power play. They win the faceoff battle 53 to 47, and they were also a lot cleaner when it came to penalties. Um, It was to the point where the Florida Panthers were down to the point where they had a few frustration uh, scuffles that included uh, Patrick Hornquist going to the box. Radico Gudis had a charging at the end boards in this one. And the Florida Panthers, they were down, and it, it was just obvious that they were just frustrated based on the penalty that they committed. It, it's funny you mentioned that, uh, Armando, because here's the thing. Um, so I, I believe Florida had two power play opportunities, and I believe out of those opportunities, they only got off one shot. So, mm-hmm. but don't, don't call me on that. I think that's uh, what the ESPN telecast was saying because that they put up the graphic saying that Florida Panthers on the power play only got one shot and your, your power play opportunities came within the first two periods that I don't think you got any in, in period number three. So, um, you know, you're, you're preaching to the choir about everything you've mentioned about goal, your goalie injuries, uh, the specialty teams, because uh, before I talk about our specialty team numbers and trust me, they are not good. But um, the, the one thing I want to talk about is goalies because I understand your situation. Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, I believe this is his second game playing. He he had to miss the start of the season because he was recovering from his heel injury. And Jonathan Bernier sustained a lower body injury after the first or second game of the year. So here we are having to rely on Nico Dawes and Scott Wedgwood to basically carry the load. And, you know, Nico Dawes had a good game against the Buffalo Sabres. Scott Wedgwood had his moments last year, those aren't the people you really put your trust in, especially with a mediocre defense like the New Jersey Devils. And let me just say, Dougie Hamilton and Ryan Graves, they are doing their job, but the people behind them need to step up. 
P.K. Subban need to step up. He stepped up in this game. Ty Smith need to step up. He need, he stepped up in this game. I think his only snafu came in period number one when he let up uh, that rebound spin around goal by Sam Bennett to make it one nothing. I believe that was his only uh, mess up. But you know we we needed those players to step up and they stepped up this game. So um, you know going back to the our goalie situation, I totally understand your situation. You know Knight getting the start probably not what you anticipated, probably not what you want. And definitely not what you need. And you probably thought you could get away with it because you probably saw uh, who was out for the New Jersey Devils. You probably saw our overall record and you were just like, yeah, you know what? I think we can afford this because uh, for anyone who doesn't know, going into this game, the New Jersey Devils goals per game, 2.5. That's 27th in the league. Power play goals coming into this game, only three tied for 29th in the league. Power play percentage. 9.7%, 29th in the league. And yes, somehow, some way, we were able to get uh, two power play goals thanks to Andreas Janssen and uh, Pavel Zaka. And on one of those power play goals, Alexander Holtz got his first career NHL point. So um, uh, for the Pavel Zaka power play goal, in which uh, I believe a three-on-two was breaking out for the New Jersey Devils, uh, uh, Holtz was able to pass it over to Heizer. Heizer was able to just knock o- knock it over to Pavel Zaka. Pavel Zaka uh, let a backhander uh, go. Uh, didn't go in at first, but he was there on the rebound, corralled it, and just got it right past Knight. And uh, Alexander Holtz was credited with uh, the second assist. So, y- you know, if we're going by the numbers right there, you are preaching to the choir about specialty teams because our specialty teams unit, not good at all. I read you the numbers. Only three power play goals entering this game, yet somehow, some way, we were able to get two tonight, which matches our, our the toll we've had all season, and we're like over 10 games into the season. Talk about a get-right game for the New Jersey Devils in this one, and three, two, two power play goals after tonight after getting uh, three, and Andreas Johnson gets two goals in this one, and he's only had a 20-goal season once in his career, uh, just a few years ago. So that that's a get right uh, game for him. And you are correct that the Florida Panthers only had one power play shot in this whole game on their two opportunities. And it's just a matter of not finding a proper lane and just too much uh, passing and just kind of trying to be a little too cute when it came to like trying to for their opportunities and I'm going to interrupt you real quick. I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Cause I want to talk about this while we're on the subject of Andreas Johnson, by the way, according to the telecast, he goes by Andreas Johnson now, or I, I, I don't know, but you can either call him Johnson or Johnson to everyone. But <laughs> uh, when, when talking about Andreas Johnson, you are absolutely right. And here's the thing last season, would you believe in 50 games played, he had five goals, six assists for a grand total of 11 points. Currently, he has uh, six goals, three assists for a grand total of nine points. Amazing. So so for Andreas Janssen, what he's doing right now is just incredible. And it's just the bounce back from him. And, you know, because coming into the season, I was like, no way he'll be our top six guy. Just no way. Albeit some circumstances did have to go his way. So Miles Wood being out it went his way. Jack Hughes being out went his way. But, you know, like I said, if you're given an opportunity, capitalize on it. And he's proven why, you know, he was a pretty solid player for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Nothing special, nothing to write home about, but still solid production. And, you know, we didn't really give up much to get him. And 
Uh, last season, people were talking about he was a disappointment. We should release him. We should trade him. And I was just like, let's give him half a season to see what he can potentially do. If he's not producing, come the trade deadline, let's try to find a suitor. But let's give him another chance because maybe he just had to get his feet wet. Maybe he needed to get his legs underneath them. Uh, you know, albeit this is a completely new system that we had to uh, adapt to. And, you know, he was on the line with Mercer and Brock and just just beautiful. And I don't know what happened to Brock this game. He, he didn't seem like he was on the ice that much, but that's something I will talk about later. And also, uh, I just want to give a shout out to Tice Thompson, who returned to the NHL. He was tearing it up in Utica. He had a hat trick uh, one game. He was just like Alexander Holtz, a goal getter. So, you know, just wanted to give a shout out to Tice Thompson, talked about him in the last show. So welcome back. And hopefully Thompson can prove me wrong because I, I said I don't really see anything special in this kid. But, uh, you know, what he was doing with Utica, impressive. So got to give credit when credit was due. But, you know, I just wanted to give those shout outs uh, before we forgot or before we continued. And this is their first season in Utica, correct? Uh, That's correct. Right? Uh, last season they were uh, playing in Binghamton. So uh, the, they were the Binghamton Devils, but uh, we got a new uh, AHL uh, contract or and now we're the Utica Comets. And quite honestly, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, it's close by. So, I mean, I saw that the color scheme changed for the Utica Comets to red uh, versus the Vancouver Canucks colors. And then I'm like, like, who, whose affiliate is this? I'm like, oh, it's the Devils. So that's how I found out uh, uh, this this past offseason. But yeah, man. Uh, like 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 we talked about a get right game for um for um th- this this team with the two power play goals one for uh Andreas Johnson and lo- looks like for the Florida Panthers um they're going to learn from this they they uh three games in four nights and definitely uh need for sure a rest day tomorrow and because Sergey Bobrovsky was the backup for um, this one healthy enough to be the backup. It looks like that he'll be definitely be healthy enough to suit up on Thursday. And we're actually going to uh, transition over to the next segment where we'll talk about what's coming up for both uh, these teams, the New Jersey Devils and the uh, Florida Panthers. So keep it right here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers and the Lockdown New Jersey Devils podcast. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From football to basketball, boxing to hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On Florida Panthers and the Locked On. New Jersey Devils podcast. I'm Armando Velez here with Trey Matthews of the Locked On New Jersey Devils podcast. And I was looking a little bit at the schedule for the New Jersey Devils. And just like the New York Rangers, um, the Devils, they were coming off a West Coast trip, uh, pulling it uh, back up right now. I I backed up a little bit. Um, They go to California. They, uh, They go 
one one and one one and one uh in in their most recent trip and then they pick up um they come back home after two days off um and they get this convincing win after coming back from uh from the west coast and i i also got a question um is mackenzie blackwood officially done uh with his uh vaccine status Yes, that, that got resolved. So he'll be able to play in all the cities that require vaccination. So like New York, uh, parts of Canada, because I said I said when this was a huge uh, scandal, I said, look, the New Jersey Devils are going to work with Mackenzie Blackwood. You really think Tom Fitzgerald uh, and Lindy Ruff, they're going to sit on their hands and just be like, eh, you know what, maybe he, we'll just do what Kyrie Irving is doing for the Brooklyn Nets of the NBA, which is he just won't play. No, they're not going to do that. They're going to work. They're going to work around the clock to make sure that you know everything gets resolved and yeah he got it solved so there's there's it's done no more issue with that he'll be able to play in canada he'll be able to play in new york uh he'll be able to play in california all those places that require a vaccination record in order to like be in these venues so that's all solved but the reason what was keeping him out was just his heel Mm-hmm. That, you know, people th- want to make this rumor saying, oh, it's because uh, his COVID status or, you know, things like that. It's like, no, he had heel surgery over the summer. So I don't think the New Jersey Devils are in any rush to get him back because, you know, you, you need to take your time because he got hurt towards the end of last season. And the, the one thing I just want to say about Mackenzie Blackwood is like before you like roast on, before you get on him, understand he got hit with COVID. He got hit with it hard. And you can you understand, at least have some empathy, you know, I'm not trying to get political or anything, but just like, you know, he just didn't want it back in his body. Now, you know, and, and, you know, he was just a little hesitant to get it because he got hit with it really hard. So that's why he was a little uh, apprehensive to to get the vaccine. But he got solved. Looks like he's good to go. Looks like he'll he'll, um, you know, is is pretty good. And, you know, he's picking up right where he left off because some of those goals. He uh, for for the Florida Panthers, some of those goal opportunities, he was able to save them. And I was just like, if Jonathan Bernier, uh, Nico Dawes, if they were in net for the New Jersey Devils, this would probably be a much closer game. Quite honestly, it's always you know it's always great to see when uh, goalies outside of the first round are really successful in in, in the league. I mean, goalie's such a really hard uh, position to develop, and Mackenzie Blackwood has definitely had. Uh, so far, a pretty decent career. Just um, goals against average is just under uh, three at two point eight three, and save percentages in around uh, nine ten. So definitely a bright spot for this very young, very very young New Jersey Devils team. Knock on wood, Armando. Give him anywhere from two to three years. I think you might see his name in the top three for the Vesna Trophy. Mm. Knock on wood. That's my bold prediction. Give him two or three more years he might be uh, a legitimate case for the Vesna award. I, I genuinely, genuinely believe that. It's funny because I was going on and on yesterday about Igor Sturkin, about his chances of winning a Vesna one day um, after how he was able to shut the door against the Panthers. But Hey, Mackenzie Blackwood, he could, he could make a case. And it's funny. The metropolitan division has a pretty uh, good situation when it comes to goalies along with the New York Islanders with, Simeon Varlamov and uh, Elias Sorokin, even though Elias Sorokin has had uh, the majority of the starts for the Islanders so far this season. But let's go go to the schedule ahead for uh, the New Jersey Devils. What's coming up for the New Jersey Devils in uh, 
talk to us about uh, what you're anticipating in these next few games. Islanders, Bruins, Rangers, Senators, then we got you guys again. So, and then after you guys, we got the reigning champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. So here's the thing. Uh, I said it, I said it before, I'm going to say it again. Look, this was a big win and all, but we cannot celebrate. We cannot be satisfied. This schedule, I'd say with the exception of the Senators, not really in our favor, especially with a lot of key guys out. So, you know, when we're going against the Boston Bruins, we're going to have to bring, you know, uh, our, our decent game. They're six and four. They barely beat the Senators, but still, you know, that that's a team that's given us trouble in the past. And then when looking at the Islanders, it's kind of the same situation because, you know, like I said, it seems like the New Jersey Devils, they always make teams better than they than they actually are. So you can like look at the Islanders and you can like look at the Bruins and just say, why are you worried about them? Well, here's the thing for the New Jersey Devils standards. I'm worried because, you know, it, we don't have the firepower. We, we, we miss we're missing Miles Wood. We're missing Jack Hughes. We're missing Dougie Hamilton. We're missing two of our three best players. And we're missing a guy who skates fast, is the heart and soul of this team doesn't take any prisoners, able to get the most out of you. I was talking about Miles Wood, by the way. So uh, this schedule, like I'm expecting, I think the New Jersey Devils will surprise us because they they moved up Alexander Holtz to the top line with Nico Heizer. Nico Heizer had a good game. Um, and then, you know, uh, Zaka was also on that line. Zaka was also able to get a, a power play goal. Holtz was able to get a point. So I'd say that line is going to stay intact uh, for the foreseeable future. Then Janssen, Mercer, and Brock. Mercer, um, you know, I know you, you got uh, Lucas Raymond and Moritz Sider uh, for the Detroit Red Wings. But, you know, Mercer is going to make a name for himself for that Calder trophy. I guarantee it. So, you know, I, 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 I guarantee it. You, you'll mm-hmm. see Mercer's name in the top three or top four of that voting. Then, you know, we just need... We just need some players to step up. We need Subban to keep up the momentum. We need Smith to keep up the momentum. Smith is getting better. But the problem is uh, not participating in training camp scrimmages is really catching up to him because he was injured and he didn't finish off the season last year, which is why he didn't finish as high as he could have potentially finished in the Calder Memorial Trophy race. So uh, Smith, I think he's starting to get his footing underneath him. I think uh, him getting a goal this game. Also, I think he got an assist this game. Just th- this could be crucial for the New Jersey Devils, but we need teamwork. Teamwork is, is what's uh, crucial. I know it's a cliche to say this, but it's so true. Tonight's game, 13 Devils with at least a point. And I think, um, I-, I think there was um, six players with multiple points. And then you got Alexander Holtz getting his first career NHL uh, point. And then, you know, you're looking for uh, contributions from Tice Thompson because of what he was able to do for Utica because we need that firepower. So for the New Jersey Devils, we need all hands on deck. We need to keep this momentum going. Yep, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Um, 13 different New Jersey Devils got a point, in, uh, including Ty Smith with uh, three, um, Andreas Johnson with two, Nico Heizer with two, uh, Mercer with with two man that I mean seven goals will uh, definitely uh, do that for uh, the New Jersey Devils and I, I like after finishing um, third um, third worst in the NHL there it, it looks like that they're go- they could surprise people and I and I'm gonna ask you this question that I asked John Chick of Locked On New York Rangers in yesterday's episode this Metropolitan Division man. Everyone's over 500 in points percentage. How confident are are you based on where every other team is 
bunched up together with the progress of the New Jersey Devils, where they are, and is it possible that they could make a run uh, for either the top three or even a wild card? Because I was telling John that it could be five Metropolitan teams and three Atlantic teams for the playoffs this year. Uh, top three, I'm not going to even entertain that. I'm going to say definitely, probably not for top three to you know clinch a playoff spot. But I could say maybe we could be a dark horse team and, and compete for that wild card spot. But we need our A game because, like you said, you know, the, the, the Penguins are in last, but yet there's, they're above 500 and, and, you know, they're dealing with a lot of injuries, but, you know, at the same time, it's just like, we just need to take our time. We need to win those gimme wins. Um, getting a, a win against you guys was actually huge for us because, you know, that, that was a game that I don't think we were heavy favorites to win at all. In fact, I, I think I, I said in my show yesterday, I said I was nine times out of 10, I was 90% confident that we would lose that game. Because I was just like, look, the, the Florida Panthers at the time of that recording, they had not lost uh, their first regulation game. Uh, you guys were like, what, like 9-0-1 before you played the Rangers. 10-0-1 before you played the Rangers. I'm like, do you really think they're going to suffer their first regulation loss against the Devils? Because I thought you guys would, would beat the Rangers, quite honestly. Mm. But um, for us, I, I said at the beginning of the season, we could be that, that dark horse team. But being a top three team, I'm not real. I, I have my doubts. but. They could surprise me, but at the same time, you know, I think the Carolina Hurricanes, you know, I, I think they pretty much got their uh, act together. You got the um, Washington Capitals. That's a team loaded with veteran players, with probably one of the best players to ever play that game, led by Alexander Ovechkin. And you know that even though they don't get out of the first round, they haven't gotten out of the first round since they made their Stanley Cup finals run, that you know they're still going to come and compete. And then, you know, for the Rangers – that's my question mark because can they maintain that momentum? Because, uh, you know, I, I think Lafreniere is still uh, still not really coming to fruition uh, in, in terms of him being a player. Like we talked about him being the next big thing. And then, you know, he's not really being talked about. He wasn't even the running for the Calder Memorial Trophy. I don't even think he finished in the top 10. Mm -hmm. So um, that's my question mark. But at the same time, top three wouldn't give it to us, but wild card. Maybe, but we need to keep uh, treading water, especially with our key guys out. For sure. And with this uh, Metropolitan Division, it's so tight. And one one win or one loss can swing each way for either team in that division. Yeah, the Panthers, um, they'll, this will be – Thursday will be their third uh, – fourth straight game, actually. Fifth straight game against a Metropolitan Division team. They started with Washington – on uh thursday and then <laughs> carolina new york new jersey and then and then all the way to uh, pittsburgh so looks like that the florida panthers uh they won't and they won't get a break from metropolitan teams uh after saturday's game against tampa bay because they'll have the islanders at home and then the, uh, the devils again so they they uh they're 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 not facing any scrub teams uh coming up that's for sure sure Sidney Crosby is in uh COVID protocol right now he didn't play tonight against Chicago um I don't even know what the score of that one is I haven't checked I haven't checked but the he he's not in the lineup and I don't I don't know whether he'll be in the lineup that um Evgeny Malkin is out but they played each other in the first game of the season the Panthers and the Penguins and the Florida Panthers were down two nothing um and outside of that game in between 
the Panthers Penguins game and last night's game against the New York Rangers, they hadn't had, um, I, I, I don't remember a two goal deficit for this team in between that. And it, 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 it's been, it was a little bit of a gap between that and then you get it in back-to-back nights. So it, it, does it raise a little bit of an eyebrow from the Florida pers- um, Panthers side of things? Sure. Sure. I, I can't, I can't deny that, but um you're familiar with this team based on recent recency, um, just playing them not even a month ago, but, and no, as of now, no Crosby. So we'll see, we'll see what, what they can do. They can do against uh, that team. And Hey, they, despite losing, they still have a, especially by points percentage, a, a big lead in that division. So um, don't like to drop points. Of course you, they got no, none out of four, but man, uh, if you can get if you can get salvage some against uh, Pittsburgh and against Tampa Bay, um, this could turn out to be a decent road trip. Uh, not not what you would expect, but it's about how how you finished for sure. As cliche as that sounds, and we'll just have to wait and see, Armando. But you know, I'm I'm looking forward to the challenge for the New Jersey Devils. Now let's see if they can keep up this momentum. Or let's just see if it's a fluke. And for the Panthers, you don't get too comfortable. It's still very early in the season. I know you had to make some personnel changes for the right reasons. But, you know, like I said, um, you, you just got to maintain um, th- that consistency of having that good overall record. So don't fall asleep yet. I don't think we're even a quarter of the way done with the season. We are not. And, hey, these teams will meet again uh, next week. So looking forward to seeing seeing the, this team again. So, for my followers, Trey, uh, tell them where they could follow you, your personal account, and your show online. Okay, so you can find Locked on Devils wherever you get your podcasts from, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, once again, wherever you get uh, your podcast from, it's called Locked on Devils, if you didn't already know. And then uh, Twitter is is literally the same, at Locked on Devils. You can find me at TreyMatt4, so T-R-E-Y-M-A-T-T, and then the number four, and Armando, excuse me, uh, where can my uh, followers find you? They could follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And they can follow Locked on Panthers podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. So I want to thank you so much, Trey, once again. And we'll talk soon. All right, cool. Sounds great, man. Thanks for Thanks for the crossover. If you like what you're hearing, Please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Check out the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. And when you're done listening to this episode of Locked On Panthers, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On NHL. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NHL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available on all platforms, so make sure to follow the Locked On NHL podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Sharma Armando Velez with Trey Matthews. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.